I'm walking back home. I was thinking about talking about some other things I learned. Uh, I was reading older dreams of mine that I wrote in 2018. And I was like, I never wrote them. And I was looking at them thinking, I can't believe the kind of crazy shit that was going on in my head. And some of them are actually pretty nice ideas or scenes or things that happen and how I write about them and how I represent them. I might have read six dreams, remembered one, and the rest zero. But uh, I remembered one, the rest seemed interesting. I got a 34-inch curved monitor, which is great. Uh, the amount of thought that went into getting it was crazy, because I don't know who I, who I am, that's a given. I don't know who, where I want to be. I want to be in a place where I can be anything, do anything, not have to work. But the preconditions to being that uh, are German passport. I need to have the German passport, which might take me another five months. And I need to have enough money to sustain not working for a little bit. And then I can, I need to have a source of income, right? What I didn't do, and what I should have done, it's fine that I didn't do it. I wanted to put my calendar in front of me and then go day by day what happened in Vipassana in my head, just to try and remember and to have a place where I put it. Because uh, still, I, I put myself in such an intense situation for the third time so quickly, um, so quickly one after the other. Um, I, know, I know that I went there without a crazy kind of expectation of what I'll be. I was just like, I'm excited to put myself through this process for 10 days. And then everything is a process, and then you move, you move on, move on from that. So it's fine. But uh, I came back here, and what's what's Vipassana really does is it makes you way, way more sensitive than you were before going there. All your food is super clean. The environment around us was just trees and and quiet. No one's talking to you. You wake up, you meditate, you eat, you meditate, you take a break, you meditate, you meditate and then sleep and do the same thing over and over again for nine days. And I was really in it, you know, and I was really like going hard. Uh, 4.30, I'm there meditating one time, was like 4.35. One time, I think on the eighth or ninth day, I was feeling like really tired, like sick. And I was there at like 5.30 in the meditation hall. It's fine. Uh, and like four hours in, I think I skipped lunch that day because I just felt like I had a good breakfast, but then lunch I just skipped out and just let my body heal. But like if I started eating right now, it's just going to fuck me. So I was just like, okay, and then just let it heal. Kept meditating. And just like through that, like by midday, after midday, I just felt like I wasn't sick anymore. Meditating, meditating, meditating. But like I'm, I'm so sensitive, so sensitive, so sensitive. 
and then uh, the world I'm in. Is it wrong of me to say that it's insensitive? Is it wrong of me to say that everyone is uh, very much clouds? Uh, and then like the inner debates in myself of how to be like really genuine compared to how to cope with this insensitivity in a way that I could still get what I want and still feel good about myself and not go against my morality and then keep living normally. But it's, it doesn't seem like I can find that balance, you know? It doesn't feel like I can find that balance. It feels like uh, I need to be someone I'm not or I need to be meaner or, or to sugarcoat a lot more than I do or to avoid or to uh, be more manipulative even to because I don't know if I don't feel like someone is approaching there or someone is a real self uh, it's for me really hard to to try and connect with them and then like I don't know I message I message Jan uh, as a friend uh, no answer for three days message like some other people then no answer and then you start feeling like like wow, you know, it's like, is it is it me? Is it just such a busy time in this world? Uh, it's like I I crave connection, and I'm I'm just not sure how to find it. And I don't think I'm the only one struggling here. But like I see that, whatever. Anyways, like doing doing that meditation was crazy. Not that I regret it at all, but uh, coming back straight and then uh, and just being here is just mad. Like I came back Sunday and started working Monday, it's just crazy. Um, and then just the kind of work that I have to do, and I've said this to myself a million times, it's just like I want to still be able to produce things I'm proud of and that say the things that I need to be said and to have them in a place that are available for people in the right way without all of this weight, without carrying all of this. And I don't know what I need to reach. But like right now, I'd love to be able to sit down and just work, but I don't feel it in me that that's even a possibility. So I'm out walking, moving my body, talking, sharing my my thoughts going through through them to process some things so yeah day one vipassana day zero we got there it was nice right it was a very nice uh, car ride to get there and day zero there was this um introduction in the eating area where the course manager says some things about you know the entire 10 days that they they're approachable for any issues this this that that this i skipped completely it's like an hour an hour and a half and there was a dinner i also skipped i had a crazy breakfast that day one of the craziest breakfasts of my life actually i don't know how i managed i uh, made six eggs because i wanted to finish the food i had and then salmon ghee cooked them together and then uh, like a huge avocado 
obliterated that and then a hummus on top 200 grams bam killed it uh, then I went so I skipped the dinner I skipped this talk and I just sat in my room and did the Anapana meditation observing my respiration for two hours just to have like this two hour head start in front of everyone uh, we went did the vows that we have to take to you know not not uh, talk not have sex not kill anything not lie not steal and then went slept woke up and by the by the way I was I, I don't know why I decided to start doing this habit of starting like every night before I slept I washed my face with 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 a you know soap face soap and then putting cream moisturizer on my face and then sleeping uh, so yeah woke up meditation hall two hours breakfast and then by I had some doubts on the first day by the by by like like why am I here I could be back I was doing well I was happy generally like I was uh, eating the way I felt like I should be eating uh, doing things I enjoyed and enjoying doing them you know things like this so I was like yeah but like if I'm enjoying myself and things are fine why am I here you know and then you get there and then you feel like uh, like so so much uh, gets taken off from the top that you're just like um, when the hell did I think I was happy doing all of these things I should be doing these things I should be focusing on these things I should be focusing on them in this way this is this and this and this is how I could do it you know a lot better than than otherwise uh, it's, a, it's a crazy place to be it's a really crazy place to be because like you're not trying to come up with any of these solutions any of these ideas they just keep coming to you from a very very genuine place of how you would really say it or feel about it or all of that um so yeah i had like crazy ideas the first day crazy ideas the second day some dreams <laughs> i want to do this a bit more properly i'm gonna get up the elevator and go to my room and continue so I went back home and I didn't record anything. I just took time for myself. I have a bit of time now. So I'm going to go through day by day, like what happened and the things that were going on in my mind. This is a journal. Today's the 31st of October, 2022. And it's 15 days since I came back from uh, the 10-day Vipassana course. I remember when I did my second course, it took me a month and a half to two months until I felt like stable again with how things are, you know, but right now I'm still uh, still feeling the heaviness of the entire experience or like as if I'm trying to sum it up or find something in it uh, when there's nothing really to find, you know, because um, it was just a practice. Like, I need to get something out of it concrete that I can know and feel and touch, but that's already giving myself up to something not real. So the first day, um, 
like I had that crazy I had a crazy breakfast, went to Neukölln, got into into the car with Jabo with Jabo and Lena. Lovely people. We talked about psychology, we talked about our previous experiences, we talked about uh, saunas, we talked about everything. And um when we got there, I was like really pumped. It was a really, really uh quick ride three and a half hours, four hours, but we did it like really quickly. It felt really fast. And when I got there, like I was, I was there and I was like, yeah, let's do this. You know, I remember in, in June when I went, I was very much, um, unsure, quiet, full of doubts, so much, so much trash in, inside that I, I thought was trash. And it was just like, loomy and down but this time I was like positive and, and ready and I walked into into the room like you had this like very big tree in the center of a, of a, of a small field and then the house in front stone uh, stone floor um, went into the house um, said bye to Lena got in line got the forms filled them out and the second I came in, actually, there was one guy sitting in the corner. His name is Ralph, I learned on the, on the 10th day. And he had like this long, dirty, blonde hair down to his shoulders. And um, he was just looking at me, like very, very big eyes, very observant and very not caring if he's observing or not, like you know, at least like some, most people or some people have that um, subtlety or decency to to have a bit of softness to their eyes or a bit of awareness to the fact that they're observing. But to him, he's just observing, not really aware that the people he's observing or noticing that he's observing them. And I went immediately, immediately shook his hand, said hi, sat down, filled the form just to show him like, hey, you're observing me. I see that you're observing me. I'm acknowledging it, hi, uh, but I'm, I'm beyond it. And then sat down and continued. Filled the form, gave it to the guy. Uh, he asked me, before asking me which shift I wanted to have my breakfast in, because they had two shifts of when you eat breakfast, 6.30 and 7. And I told him, yeah, first shift. Do you want the discourse, the the lectures that like hour long lectures at the end of the day to be in English or German? I'm like English because Goenka was the guy then explaining, and you see the video. And Yabu was behind me, and he was uh, asked the same question. I was like, if you take it in German, you don't get to see Goenka. But then I realized like he doesn't know what Goenka is. It's a weird word. It's a weird name. You only really realize what Goenka is when you see him talking and, and explaining as a character. And the first time I saw the name as taught by Goenka, I'm like, who the hell is this Goenka guy? So then I was like, ah, the teacher who's teaching, you see him only like if it's the English one. So he took English too. And the guy behind me, who I learned was a server, asked me like, oh, but what do you think about the German one? I was like, the German one's good too. Went, uh, went to my room, and the guy was already there. My my roommate. I was in room three, house B. And you had two beds, parallel to each other at the end of the rooms. Um, the two corners, and it's a quite small room. Like I don't know, 
uh, four meters by two meters or four meters by three meters really tiny room um, and his his bed was next to the window and I looked at him immediately like said uh, hey do you mind if we switch beds actually and he's like uh, yeah because I'd like to be closer to to the natural light in the window and I was like oh because I did this like three months ago and I was in room nine I didn't say I was in room nine but I was like like I was in the same like room nine and room three look exactly the same and I was also in bed B, so I was like literally compared to June, and now it's like the same setting how I'm sleeping. Granted, the roommate is different, and the roommate creates a kind of impression on you throughout the entire experience. So to me, like um, this guy, he he looked a bit like my like Musa, a bit like an older brother. Um, and re like fit, muscular, but not too too big. Uh, similar height to me but like also like really uh you could tell like he's serious about it so i was like hey you're looking forward to this he's like yeah i have bucked off like he, he's 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 looking forward to it for a long time i was like me too nice so i'm with a guy who's like really here to do it uh just like i am and um yeah uh, we talked, he told me like uh, about the window, he likes to sleep when it's cold, I'm like, yeah, do you mind if I, if, if I close it, then it's fine, he's like, of course, and then nothing really else, told me he's from Nuremberg, uh, I noted he had a foam roller, I was like, nice, because I had one too, and then continued our lives, um, there was the dinner, I skipped the dinner, there was, and I think I skipped the dinner last time too, um, and there was this talk for an hour, skipped that, and just meditated for two hours. And every urge I had to move, I just didn't listen to. Like, oh, I should open my eyes, oh, I should move my hand, oh, I should uh, go to the bathroom, oh, I should get water, oh, like, the brain just shouts all the time. And I was just like meditating, meditating, meditating. We took our vows, stopped talking, came back, slept, woke up, and... I don't know if I skipped breakfast too that day or if it was the second day. I think it was the second day I skipped breakfast. But yeah, the first day. So I'm looking at my calendar now. The first day, Wednesday. Uh, I don't really remember how that day went down. Um... Just woke up and, and went and meditated. And like watching all these thoughts come up. Noticing, uh, I wasn't paying it so much attention to the people there. I was just like there to meditate. And then uh, continued, continued, continued. Um, I don't know, I had a bit of doubt of being there. I'm like, oh, the next days of this. Uh, you start hearing this voice of like, oh, maybe I should leave and go home, which surprised me a little bit, because like I was so looking forward to being there to begin with, and the second you're there, you're like, oh, when am I gonna leave? That's a really funny state to to see and be in, but you know, of course, I just continued meditating, and so many thoughts and ideas start uh, coming up, 
you know, so many thoughts and ideas start making themselves available, things that have happened, how you felt about them, some relationships I've had, uh, what I thought about them, and then, uh, then like some how I'm how I'm using my time. You know, it was I was the last week before Vipassana. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go to Vipassana soon, so might as well, you know, not care so much about meditating. Or I wasn't meditating so much before going. So I I just wasn't I wasn't going. I wasn't meditating, and then I was watching One Tree Hill a lot, and I was listening to music, and I was. Uh, doing this and that so like when I got there uh, a lot of the things that I saw some of them were the things that were the most prevalent before going there you know like what songs I was listening to uh, the show I was watching the things that I was thinking about and there's always this thing in me that's like um, oh how am I supposed to use my time to make the most out of things and to start creating the way I want to create that I should be able to present the things that I want to present and um, share the ideas that I want to share people should be able to see how I think instead of me just thinking that they should just automatically know that I'm I'm special I guess like reading Arthur Schopenhauer the last days and he just he talks about how uh, reality like sure you can say that something has uh, like a thing in itself a priori before our senses become aware of it as an experience what this thing is compared to what we see what we see is always limited to uh, our perception and our perception and cognition will only ever show us a superficial layer of something we do not we never know what a thing is in and of itself so it's like this um reality and acceptance of reality that superficiality is uh constant you know like when when i look at like i'm looking out in my garden right now and i'm pouring water uh all i'm seeing are the surface levels of these things i'm not i'm not at any point seeing uh what's inside of it and its inner function and anything like that Okay, so I wasn't, I wasn't um, trying to think about how I can live a better life or what is it that I should be doing to live a better life. I was meditating and then starts coming the things like, of course, I had a hidden expectation in the background because before in, in my second vipassana i thought so much about how i'm eating and the food and how i can optimize my food and start thinking because i only have uh, one level in the fridge that's for me and a cupboard that i put stuff in so all of these things are uh, like like how how can i buy the right amount of things and eat them at the right amount of time to have the right amount of energy and and then like w- just within this process of planning and thinking about how i'm going to eat in itself rewarding it's in itself giving me a dopamine hit um and this time in the in the background i was seeing oh maybe my brain is going to come up with a new way of how i should be eating and what i could eat but then like i was also acknowledging that whatever 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 i think i will do in the future that i consider now or think now will not be what i think of it now 
when I go back home, I'm going to act how it feels right for me. And how it feels right for me is going to be very, very different than what, I, what my mind was telling me it needed or wanted uh, or thinks is right uh, when I'm not there, you know? So I remember the second time uh, I went and I came back and I was thinking how oh, I should start eating meat a lot more so that I can maintain my energy a lot better through the day and blah, blah, blah. And when I came back, I didn't feel so much like eating meat. You know, you're vegetarian for 10 days and you're like, uh, might as well keep that up. But then I fasted for f five days, four days, and then all I wanted was to eat meat. And after fasting, I started then eating meat a lot more. So it wasn't, it wasn't like how my brain was thinking. One thing I thought a lot was, um, one thing that I thought about a lot was how, what was I thinking about a lot? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. One thing I was thinking about a lot uh, was saying, okay, Khaled, just push through these 10 days. After these 10 days, you're going to be back home. And when you're back home, you'll order sushi and you'll eat sushi on, on the day that you come back on that Sunday. So that's exactly what I did when I came back, actually. Um, and I came back on Sunday, you know, after 10 days of inactivity, I was like so energetic, so ready to do stuff. And it's a very nice uh, present focus that's very hard to disturb because you're just flowing, you're whatever happens, you acknowledge and then you just continue whatever you need to. And uh, there was just a lot of energy that wasn't obstructed. And I ordered the sushi, the sushi came, I put it on the table. Of course, I ordered a lot, and then I started watching One Tree Hill and eating sushi. But right before eating, I looked at the food and I was like, what I really want right now isn't to eat. What I really want right now is to meditate for an hour. But I didn't. I continued. Uh, I, I sat down and I was like, the food is here. I was working for the last two or three hours. It was like 4 or 5 p.m. Um... I was like doing a lot, so I was like, okay, it's time to eat. And then I ate, uh, and then afterwards, of course, you know, the, my attention was gone and my energy was gone. Watching a show like One Tree Hill really hooks a lot of different emotional centers in the brain. So many characters and so many things. It's entertaining and engaging, but it definitely takes away attention and focus. So... Yes, flashbacks from One Tree Hill, actually, what just happened right now. Um, so, yeah, I then I reflected on that. It's like when I did eat the sushi, when I did uh, watch the show, all of this wasn't something my body needed. It was something that my brain convinced itself it needed after enduring 10 days of meditation because it was a consistent thing my mind told itself. Anytime it got hard or anything that happened, it was always saying, Khaled, just these 10 days, then you're going to get home and you're going to eat that sushi. And then when I start feeling pleasure about that or whatever, I cut that and go back to the meditation, but it was still like a present thing. 
Um, so this this disconnect between what you think now and and how you think you'll act later compared to now, um, it can have an effect on on tomorrow. You know, like how I think I'm gonna act tomorrow is gonna have an effect on how I act tomorrow. But what is really real is is today and right now and when tomorrow becomes today and right now, um, and to practice being that a lot more. So. And the first day went through some stuff, a lot of ideas came up, um, thinking about thinking, thinking about how to think, noticing immediately whenever any of that starts happening and coming back to the sensation of the breath. And second day started uh, getting even crazier ideas of uh, a lot of things that I want to say about the world. Uh, a lot of these ideas that I have, like uh, I went to the Jordan Peterson um book tour saw him in person and then i left early because i was like this is pretty useless um, and then i thought you know jordan peterson records youtube videos and says a message to and then the person why don't i do that why don't i just send a message to jordan peterson make a youtube video called a message to jordan peterson and then upload that and then give a message to all these things i notice about people uh, or things in the world or these ideas that I have why don't I just share them in that way it does seem that people are content hungry and people are just watching content all the time so like why am I not creating content in the way that I can create content why am I so fixated on the idea of writing uh, a, a perfectly complete book instead of doing these smaller shorter smart ideas that hit the point properly on a specific topic to do it in the way that I do things, you know, or would like to do things and then just share without without the fear of, of oh, what are people going to think? How are they going to judge? How are they this, that, that, that? And just let it all slide. So. Yeah. Um, that was that. That was a beginning of a crazy idea. And then the rest of the nine days, it was pretty much me imagining and, and thinking without intending to. It's just like I'm meditating. And then the brain starts thinking about um, this video, what I could say, how I would say it, how I would look like, how I would move my hands, how I would, what would I have behind me in the video, how I would edit it, how I would uh, draw, how I like. And then like this, these, it's like a movie of all these videos that I would, uh, that I would, you know, do or say or, or whatever. Um, and so many ideas, but also trying to come back to the meditation. One important thing on the first and second day is like when you're doing Anapana, you're just observing breath most of the time for the most part. And I'm observing breath, I'm observing breath, I'm observing breath. But when you lose attention, when your mind goes a million miles away and comes back, you do not blame your mind about that. You don't blame your mind, oh, you went away. It just comes back and it's nice that it came back. And how Goenka explains it is like, oh, that moment where the attention comes back and it's just one with the breath for that single moment. That's a wonderful moment that's a wonderful moment so um, he compares it uh, on the second day in the discourse to 
training uh, an elephant. You can't expect to train an elephant in two days. And you don't get angry at the elephant. You, elephant, you work very patiently, very, 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 very patiently with the ele- elephant. And that's how you should work with your brain. You can't just expect like, oh, brain, I thought I had more control over you. What the fuck? And then start attacking it, attacking it. Don't attack your brain. Don't attack your brain. It's very important. So these ideas were happening. Then seventh day, seven, sorry, seventh of October. That's the third day, fourth day. Um, on fourth day, you start with uh, Vipassana. I think it was the second day where at night I was thinking about Yusuf and Usman. And I was thinking about, I have a pattern in me that tries to think about, oh, I should now say this or say that to fix a relationship or to do something about a relationship. And then, like, without without judgment, like, I'm just letting all these thoughts come and, and whatever feelings they gave me, they gave me. But I was just looking at that and I was like, you know, maybe that's the wrong question to ask. The question you're asking is, how do I fix this? What can I say? What can I do to, to make this happen? But maybe the right question is a different one. Maybe the right question is... Um, Generally, when you feel like you have conflict with someone, you need to learn how to be better at managing conflict. It's it's the bigger pattern. It's not just these two people. It's all your life. There's going to be conflict in one way or another. How are you going to deal with that conflict when it comes to conflict in people? How are you going to grow out of it? Um, and yeah. So it's just a bigger thing. And then that calmed me down a lot. And because it was it was autumn, um, it was mid-October, there was a very strong contrast between the day and the night. So when I went in June, I was sleeping when it was still daylight and I was waking up and it was immediately daylight. Um, this time, no, when I went to bed, it was still dark. And when I woke up at 4.30, it was still dark. And then got brighter, 5.30, 6. Um, so it was like a lot more down to earth. So like on the second day I was outside after two days of very strong Anapana with those two extra hours I did on the first day, like day zero. And then just like allowing myself to approach things with clarity instead of this crazy attachment. And in the dark in front of house B was beautiful. Um, yeah, seventh day, eighth day. Sorry, 7th of October, 8th of October. And then we start with Vipassana. Uh, wow, this is going to really take a lot of time. Like the, the 10 days are, they blend into each other after you leave. Like every day in itself, because you're in such a meditative state, it's a very intelligent state to be in. The intellect becomes like very strong. The wisdom is very strong. Uh, they feel very distinct. Every day feels like it's harder than the day before. Or you have two hours in the morning, let's say after breakfast, three hours where things are just shit, you know, things are just horrible. Um, uh, what the f- shit is happening with my laptop? Where things are just like really, really horrible and then you continue meditating, you continue life, and then like three hours later, things become like super, super, super 
uh, good and down to earth, you know, and within a single day, you can feel like crazy, so much, so much happening. So, um, yeah, um, just that I have work, it's a bit slow today, but uh, I'm just making sure there's nothing coming up. Uh, yeah, a lot, lots happening. So on the second day, I remember skipping breakfast and then at lunch, I ended up filling my plate so much with uh, grilled potatoes. And I saw this Ralph guy look at me like with open eyes, like what the fuck is this guy doing? Um, and then uh, uh, Lasse, 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 that's what he said. Lasse was to my left, you know, and he saw it too. But like, uh, I'm eating and then trying to, I was like relaxed most of the time, but I was thinking like worried, oh, did I leave food for the other people that are coming, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I ate well, I ate enough. I didn't have breakfast. So like for me, it was a perfect meal that gave me crazy good energy throughout the day. But they all didn't know that I was, that I skipped breakfast, for example. Um, and people are like immediately ready to, to judge or to put a tile on, on someone. What else? Uh, yeah, so much happens in these, these days. So many thoughts, so many dreams. I'll talk about dreams. I had an expectation of having crazy wild dreams. And I think because of that, I didn't have them. Or it was that... Um, I remember smoking up a few times before going to the Vipassana. So I was worried that maybe that got into the way of uh, me dreaming the dreams that I wanted to dream. Because like, the dreams I dreamt the first time I went were crazy. But um, most of the time when I went to bed, I was also like in a crazy meditative state. I was lying down, feeling my sensations or focusing completely on my breath. Uh, not not moving, like let's say my, my hand itches. I just stayed in bed for like an hour without moving a single thing, you know? And, and then all of a sudden, poof, I'm awake the next day. Um, which was a really, really weird feeling. And in that night, like when I'm still in that meditative state in bed, I'm still thinking about a million things, about relationships, about stories, about uh, going deeper into them, going not deeper, looking at all my actions into them, empathizing with the person, uh, all of these things. And um, yeah, I empathized, slept, I remember one phase of images that came to me when I was still awake in bed, I think maybe on the fourth day. And in my eyes, there was this... Uh, I don't know how to call it. It's a coral field. It's... Um, I saw blocks of carved marble in this huge expanse in front of me. And that was beautiful. And then I saw the image of a man who is half man 
on one right of like the right side of his body was um man and the left side of it was feather blonde bright brown feather and uh behind him was like this circle or shape and behind him was like this huge thing and then on the th- uh, the third image was like patterns of like a floral pattern of gold against black and like the entire shape made made it look like it's a tiger or some kind of animal or cat and i told myself i would remember these and write them down i never wrote them down it's been two weeks now i still have them in my head um one dream i remember i was out in the streets moving on and about and uh I was with this Mexican family. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. And then I remember Dennis and his friends were going into a party, uh, an escape room, and they they invited me, but then they left without me and went inside without me. Uh, and then I went into this place, and it was like this very small cryptic dungeon with an elevator, and I got inside, and the elevator was like really, really tiny. It shut, shut up. Uh, it was like stone closed and started going down really quickly and I was like there and there were symbols on the wall and uh, I was like oh now I'm stuck in this and now I have to go through this until I get out you know and who knows what's going to happen through this so like then I was in this like cryptic dungeon with water and everything and and things I have to get through that was like the the most dream that I, I remembered I remembered fragments of other dreams here and there nothing nothing like crazy or nothing that i i remembered like crazy strong a lot of them came back to me during the day when i was meditating but uh that's been two weeks it's hard to to remember those things other than that uh yeah i spent a lot of time in the in the cell meditating um during the breaks between breakfast and the second meditation and then lunch and the second meditation, I usually didn't know what to do. Sometimes I napped and the nap would have been really good or really bad or sometimes I didn't have the energy to walk. Sometimes I had the energy to walk and I walked and it was incredible. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of things. Uh, Shit, wait a second. Yeah, I had to send an email quickly. Uh, I have 12 minutes till the next meeting, so I'll keep this like really short. I really have no work to do today. Like, it's insane. Uh, all, all my colleagues live in the south, and the south area was um, has a public holiday. So also our clients are mainly in that area, so they all also have a public holiday, so... I'm just not getting anything, which is cool. I cleaned my room, organized everything. It's it's fine. Um. So yeah. Those 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 periods of time were really tough. Um. I don't know what. I didn't know what to do in them. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to anything. Uh. There's no like area where you can sit in a wakeful kind of state you can only like really walk or you have your bed 
or you you have the cafeteria area but it's not nice to sit there for such a crazy long time um and uh yeah like lasso lasso was passing out almost every break uh immediately after the breakfast he just went and slept an hour um but like i i wasn't doing that not every time at least I think on the third day I was uh I slept during during uh break after breakfast and then I I woke up at uh the usually they ring the gong uh before 15 minutes before the meditation I heard it very vaguely Lasse left the room and I stayed asleep and then I woke up looked at my watch and it was 801 actually or like 7.59 or something, you know, and I, I just got up and started running to the meditation hall and the course manager, Till, was standing in front of it, like looking at me and then smiling and then I went up um, and then like sat down and then just didn't move for an hour. Uh, <laughs> I just then meditated for an hour. I think I had one meditation where I just like had to move and the rest I could sit through mostly. Um what else maybe just one other meditation i had to move a little bit what else what else what else mm. yeah some people i did pay a little bit of attention to there was this guy who had really long blonde hair really 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 handsome i spoke to him on day zero before we went into the meditation hall and I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, I can't believe a guy can be so cute. Like, he just looked so innocent and adorable. Uh, and I was, like, uh, funny, like, the brain uh, thinking, oh, like, I was never, I never had, like, these feelings to, to a guy as, as much as I would have them to, to a girl. And then uh, on the fourth, fifth day, I saw him and his face looked devastated, completely devastated, like a ghost came inside of him and I was like what the fuck is going on and then that was the last time I saw him he left I don't know why he left uh some another guy who was uh, I was having lunch in front of and breakfast in front of every day this old man with a beard white beard and the way he ate was always like uh, I would have separate things on the side like I would have my uh, salad, uh, lettuce, carrots, uh, and then the main dish or whatever. I would have them separated and, and like the plate would have everything in a place. He just mixed everything together. Uh, like let's say yogurt and oatmeal. Just mix them, mix them, mix them and then eat them. Um, but I liked it, you know. He looked resolute. I was like, I like eating in front of this guy. Let's just keep at it. One day I didn't eat in front of him. I changed my place. I saw him sitting there though, and then the next day I looked, and he was just—he wasn't there. He also left on the seventh or eighth day. Uh, there was a black guy there, the only black guy. Also left sixth day or so. Um, one guy behind me to the left, wearing an orange jumpsuit, looking Asian. I remember meditating, and then um. I heard him go up to the teacher and saying something like, oh, my family, my family, my family. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. And then um, oh, he also left. I saw him during a break, leaving with, with the manager, um, talking to him. 
it's like weird like uh, every person who left there's so many people who left some guy even Miguel I talked to him on the last day he came he came to the course on the third day he came I don't understand how he came to the course on the third day it doesn't make any sense to me at all how they let him come on the third day but they're like yeah they have the space and why not and he was willing to go uh what else what else what else i have seven minutes for the meeting um whew, what else happened Yeah, on the last last day, I was uh, I still wanted to continue meditating, so I was like, you know what, fuck it. Uh, I put a sign on my chest saying maintaining silence, and on my right shoulder, and I put my earplugs in, and everyone was talking and and sharing and stuff, and I was just like eating, and then I went to the cell and started meditating. The course manager came and he told me the teacher wants to see you, and I was like, okay, shit, he's. Uh, she's gonna tell me like to, what the fuck are you doing anyways i went to her with a smile like i know i know what you're doing you know i know that you're gonna tell me not to, to like to, to, to that i have to go talk and whatever but then i went to her and i was like hi you wanted to see me and she was this old bitter woman who i saw in berlin twice on one day courses and i really dislike her she's like she embodies a german thing i just fucking hate and uh she looked at me and she's like, the first thing that we have to talk of you. And she pointed her finger and she's like, you, you have to take this sign off of you right now. And I looked at her and I was like, whoa, like so much aggression towards me all of a sudden, you know. I was like, hey, I can take it off, but you can't tell me to talk or not to talk. She's like, I know better than you. Uh, and the teacher is telling you to take it off. And if you don't take it off, then I'm going to just have to write write a note so that you can't participate in vipassanas after this and i was like whoa you know like so much aggression like what the fuck i told her how how can you how can you think you know more about me than than myself how can you think that you you know what i need she's like oh you need to socialize you need to before you go to society you need to go in cassette she started just like laying shit on me and i was like whoa 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 Where's the love? Where's the compassion? You know me for like three minutes, five minutes. Uh, I know myself uh, all my life. And you, you think you can tell me what you think is best for me? Uh, and then like she threatened me. And I was like, and you're coming to, to threaten me first off? You know, I didn't talk to anyone for nine days and you're just coming to threaten me. Do you know what I have to do next week? I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I just want this quiet. I, it's my vacation. I just want to, I want some peace and quiet. Why are you... Why are you forcing me to to anything? And she's like, uh, go in Kassad. And anyways, I just broke down in tears. I started crying my ass off. And I don't know what was happening. And then I went and got tissues and then just calmed down. And, and then she told me, then she calmed down, you know, fucking finally. Uh, and then I just went and started, went to my room and continued crying, 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 crying because I'm worried that I don't know how to connect with people. Uh, I don't know how to share things with them properly. I don't know how to, uh, how to, cause like, it feels to me that I have this like crazy barrier to me to connecting with people. 
that was also just a part of me. And then like just in my bed, crying, 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 crying. And then getting up and then going and then talking to people and talking to them was incredible. But I, first I started reading, right? I, I went and read a few books from, uh, they, they had some books about Vipassana that were there that we could read. So I started reading them and then chatted with, with different people and it was cool. Uh, it was cool talking to them really because uh, they were all like really special people who are doing this thing, you know, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, one of them was Amun. Another guy was from... Uh, it was like half Thai, half German, also cool. Another guy was another guy was called Shiva. Another guy was Alke. We went out into the forest at night and just started walking and did it barefoot completely. Took my socks off and just started walking. It was felt great. Talked to Amun about a lot of things. He felt like a mix of Doki and uh, Ammar. Um, one day on the sixth day, I was lying on the stonehenge in front of the, where the, the eating area and the cat came um, and she couldn't go around me. So she just went on top of me and kept going. That was lovely. Uh, on the fourth day, I used my foam roller with Lasse. I saw him using it, so I used it too. And uh, my the first four days, I had incredible, incredible knee pain in my right knee unbelievable i thought i would lose it you know it's like uh deep 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 down inside just crazy 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 pain i don't know what the fuck caused that but um that was a real thing and then after doing that foam rolling to the upper th upper thigh fascia massage to upper thigh inner thigh uh, around the area uh points in the back changed everything i was wearing a brace up most of the time which was also really really helpful and that's really all I have to say and I have the meeting right now so I'm glad I took the time and uh, take care.